0: (laughs) And welcome to Butter With That Um, (laughs) I'm really bad at this right now (laughs) We're talking and then it's hard when we have to talk differently, you know Um, Yeah, so welcome, welcome to Butter With That Um, This is uh, our movie podcast, which you probably know Because I assume you've probably listened to other episodes Um, Or if you're
1: encountering this for the first time Welcome Yeah
0: I mean, I guess this one could be a good one to, like, if you're just going by what movies we're doing, this could be a a good one to walk into. Yeah, sure. Um, (laughs) So yeah, uh, this is the second episode of our um, anti-Oscars month, um, which I've just been stoked about everyone's picks, so I'm, like, really happy we're, like, getting into it. Um, I thought we had a really good conversation about, like, Netflix and Okja last week. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: But yeah, how is everyone doing?
3: Doing great. Good. Good. Pretty good.
2: Yeah, my leg is asleep. I'm trying so hard to like not think about it, but it's just so present. So,
3: do you want us to just
4: like take a break and you can?
0: No. Okay. I know. I just keep adjusting a lot. I know, but it's just like uh
4: for those listening, I'm the only one seated in a chair. Yeah. (laughs) I feel a little weird about it most of the time.
2: Fine. And this is
0: the situation every week. (laughs) But it also it's kind of like in school where you like picked your seat like your unofficial yeah, assigned seat, was your you know? Seat. Yeah, so yeah, we have not switched positions S-
3: since August.
0: Yeah, I think it's been working. I would for find us, right? it very
1: disorienting. I don't yeah. know about you guys. We should try that one
3: time.
0: No, yeah. never. It would fuck with my my whole thing. Like- I mean, not that I'm doing great right now, but it would fuck with it more. Yeah, really, wow. Um, okay, cool. So uh we're gonna get into our um next movie, um, which is my pick. Um and I picked Rare Window. Um so I thought we did have like a really good conversation just about like, you know, issues with the Oscars in general. Um and You know, especially with, like, the Netflix, uh, that's been a big thing, especially with, like, Roma being nominated this year. Uh, But I wanted to pick a movie from um, a director, specifically, who was snubbed a lot, as well as, like, a genre that tends to not get, like, a ton of respect within the Academy. Um, So I ended up picking Rear Window. Uh, which uh, was nominated for a couple different things, but did not actually win anything. Um, so Rear Window, uh, nineteen fifty four, with um, Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly, directed by Alfred Hitchcock. Um, which I, you know, I really love this movie. I've seen almost every Hitchcock movie because there was a summer when I was in high school, and um, Comcast On Demand had all of Hitchcock's movies on there for some reason. So the entire summer. I just watch different Hitchcock movies.
1: <laughs> Back to the cable versus, uh, oh, I know. Debate. I Yeah.
0: <laughs> I watched so many things, um, uh, which I don't know if, like, people here are big Hitchcock fans, but it'd be fun to, like, talk about, like, favorites and stuff, too. Does um, Shudder have any Hitchcock? That's a good question. I feel like I've seen it, some, some Hitchcock on a streaming service recently. I think Hulu has had the Alfred Hitchcock Hour, his show, on for a while. Um, But they might have some other ones. Um, I think Rope is definitely my favorite, um, which also has Jimmy Stewart in it, too, which is cool. Um, But yeah, I thought this one was a good one to pick. Um, It was nominated for a couple different things. It was nominated for Best Director, um, Adapted Screenplay, Cinematography, and Sound Mixing. Um, And Alfred Hitchcock was also someone who was... Nominated um, for Best Director five different times. Um, He was nominated Best Director for Psycho, Rear Window, Spellbound, Lifeboat, and Rebecca. Um, Not Vertigo? Uh, no, I guess not. Vertigo, I think, was nominated for a couple things, but I I really like...
4: Which is ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Um, I did look up, like, what things of his have won awards, if they have won anything. Um, because it doesn't seem like he was always, like, snubs, but definitely didn't win, like, you know, any of the major nominations. Um, the awards they got, they got a couple for, um... Uh, suspicion, Spellbound, To Catch a Thief, The Man Who Knew Too Much. Um, so there were like movies here and there that like had won a couple things. Um, when I looked up nominations, I have like four pages of screenshots of ones that were just like nominated for different things and didn't win. So there's just like a crazy amount. Um, so I want to definitely talk about like Hitchcock and his snubs, and I also want to talk um about um just kind of this genre um where I mean I guess like Hitchcock can be considered more thriller, but I think it does kind of fall into horror um and like horror sci-fi is definitely a category that gets snubbed uh pretty frequently by the oscars so Mm -hmm. i'd like to have a larger conversation about that for sure um actually there are a lot of genres that do um i was thinking about this when i was doing this too like comedy is also something that like isn't very respected it seems like within that circle either um which i don't know if like when when we talked last week if there was like a how old they are um was there like a a main age, just the people in the academy, like how old they were. 65? The median age
3: is sixty-five. The median age is wow. sixty-five. And this that was in two thousand twelve.
0: Yeah. Um.
2: Yeah. That's so so think, bad. That is yeah. so
0: bad. I know it's crazy. Um. So I think maybe we should talk about the movie first, and then have the larger conversation about. Yeah like, the Oscars, because they do have, like, some interesting, like, information about some different stuff. I think this year is a cool, uh, year to talk about with this as well, uh, because there are definitely some horror movies that came out this year that I thought were pretty great with some really great performances, um, and a lot of people felt, like, certain, um, people got snubbed, uh, within that category, too. Um, but to get us started, uh, you know, the format, um, someone watches the movie, the trailer, someone goes through and, like, looks up some reviews, uh, so it was connor that did the trailer uh this week so what did you think of the rear window trailer
3: oh man this trailer was incredible um especially last week the okta trailer was such like the epitome of modern movie trailer making of like shots from all different scenes of the movies like a pop song thrown in when this trailer for rear window was just like it starts with them actually filming the movie like on set then Alfred Hitchcock like stands up and it's like Rear Window, brought to you by the master of suspense, <laughs> Alfred Hitchcock. And then it goes through because the movie set um, James Stewart as he was yes, billed James, not Stewart. Jimmy James. Stewart. Call me Jimmy. Um, <laughs> broken leg in a wheelchair. That's just for friends. <laughs> He's oh stuck in his God. apartment, and so basically this is the time before Netflix, mm. back in the day when. You know, they also have...
0: basically remade this movie. What was it called? Disturbia. Disturbia. Is yeah. that with, with uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Oh, was LaBeouf. that billed yeah. as a remake? It's, it I mean, it, it it's, basically really is. So. It's, I don't think it was built that way but when you watch it you're like it's yes. I think I've done. seen that remake. He's like
1: next door and he thinks a murder has happened. Because uh, uh-huh. he's on like house arrest. I've yeah. Yeah.
0: movie. Yeah, yeah he's Dad. on house arrest that's the thing so he can't leave his house at all like because like the thing will go off. Yeah.
2: yeah.
4: Also Bart of Darkness which is a really great uh, Simpsons episode same thing.
2: <laughs> Damn. <laughs> okay based, cool. It's
4: based on Rear uh, Rear Window.
2: Back to back weeks with Simpsons references.
4: I have plenty more to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many. Um, so the trailer doesn't get into
3: what the plot is about at all. You know that from the trailer, you just know that uh, James Stewart, his leg is broken, it's in a cast, he's in a wheelchair, and he's got nothing to do in his apartment but watch his neighbors.
0: And I think he's like a photographer or something too, which yeah. I guess journalist. To, yeah, so it's like mm. kind of supposed to add to like you know why he. So he's like stuck in his apartment, and he's just like being a you know voyeuristic and like watching his neighbors through this thing. And it goes through just like all the
3: different people that he sees, it's like. the the pianist is he crazy or is he a genius and it's just like these weird little snippets of the different people that you will like that whose lives that he is um looking at throughout the film but doesn't actually get to what the plot of the movie is at all just like the conceit the setup of the film yeah um and then it says be sure you start watching the movie at the beginning (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) of course
0: and it, especially for that time, too, where you didn't have things where you could, like, stream it on. And stuff, so uh-huh. you're, like, how would I like, not see mean? it from if the that beginning? Is. Anything
1: Netflix movies need to be, like, please just watch this whole thing. We yeah. know you're going to turn this on while <laughs> yeah. you're cooking mm-hmm. or, like, doing something else. But... Yeah,
0: like, they they weren't, like, flipping through their cable and being, like, oh, well, it's, like, halfway through a rear window. I guess I'll put
2: that on. Like, that's not a thing. Get to the <laughs> damn theater I in wonder, time, you
3: win greats. I wonder if they were referring to, like, because Psycho wouldn't let people in once it started right that was a thing that is a thing yeah, yeah. so maybe it's referring to that it was a weird oh <laughs> weird interesting and tag for the trailer but definitely was one.
0: which they also do reference psycho which is kind of funny too yeah Did this come out
3: right after psycho uh
0: yeah i guess so because at the at the be- end it's like um you if know you cum- still have nerves if you Your still nerves have nerves can after it. psycho yeah. yeah
3: um but this trailer was just like one of the best old school trailers i think we've watched
0: I love watching old trailers for movies because they either show, like, nothing like that one did or they show, like, everything that happens. Um, Like, I go to a lot of those exhumed film fest uh, marathons and stuff. And between every movie, they'll just, like, they just have random reels of different trailers from stuff. (laughs) And they're always so amusing to watch. Um, So they can make, like, really dumb movies look really interesting. (laughs) Uh, which is pretty the, great.
4: The art of trailer making, I think, is so fascinating. Yeah, me too. That's why you make uh, a film like Prometheus look watchable. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, but b- b- oh, b- oh b- I watched I watched um, a really badly trailer. Enjoyed Prometheus. Uh, so we'll have to talk oh, about man. that at some point. That, yeah, that's interesting.
3: Save that for a later
0: episode. <laughs> um, also, like I, I saw a really bad trailer when I saw Glass. Um, it was for a movie called The Prodigy. Has anyone heard about this movie no. yet? No. No. So it's basically like the kid is so smart that it's like he's evil or something. So it's oh, kind of I like could, a weird like, like, see something the for Orphan this. type thing. I do <laughs>
2: It looks like the dumbest shit ever. Um, it's like doing the Omen, but like not.
0: Yeah, but like Fangoria did a whole piece on it, so I'm just like, why did they do? Why did they do a piece on this? <laughs> it looks so horrible. smart. He's evil. Yeah, I I was just like, what the fuck is there supernatural shit going on or is he just smart? Cuz they like didn't really tell you that and I was like, I think that's kind of important to the plot of this movie, but whatever.
3: Um, I haven't seen this movie probably since I was in like elementary school. This is one of my mom's favorite movies. Oh, um, yeah. so this trailer was like, wow, I really want to like watch this movie mm, again.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um Yeah, awesome. Yeah, the the trailer was a lot of fun to watch. I'm glad we we watched that. Um So,
2: Sam, you did reviews for this, correct? I did. Cool. Um, So what did people say about *Rear Window? So, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 100% from the critics (laughs) and a 95% from the fans. Okay. So, going through and reading the reviews, there's not a lot happening there. (laughs) Basically, they're all, not to be so crude, but, like, sucking the dick of this Mm. movie, basically. And, you know, Fine. It's a good movie, and it's one of my favorite This is favorite definitely a male movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, because there was not one woman I saw that reviewed this movie. Mm. Um, and that's actually something I wanted to oh, talk about. Oh, interesting, yeah. So... Let me just tell you some of the things that I saw was a reoccurring theme. So, Ollie Richards of <laughs> AskMen.com, he says, "What well, I know. <laughs> One of Hitchcock's most frightening because it lets your crazed little mind do most of the work. <laughs> the fact that it's shot on a single set only adds to the tension as we're stuck right there with Stuart and his squalling paranoia. There is a single moment when a character looks to the camera that will make you throw your popcorn in the air with horror. <laughs> in parentheses, only applies if you're eating popcorn. What's, what's this guy's name again?
0: Ollie. Okay. Well, he sounds a little horrifying, so if he shows up on anyone's, like, Tinder
2: or something, they probably should... throw some popcorn. My God. <laughs> Jesus. True. Um... This guy, William Arnold from Seattle Post, Intelligencer, said one of the most elegant entertainments ever made in Hollywood and also one of the boldest and most personal of the Hitchcock films, a work that's almost perverse in its giddy celebration of the thrill of voyeurism.
4: So it's it's not inaccurate. yeah, Yeah, it's
2: pretty solid. And then I found Roger Ebert and bringing him back. Honestly, this. This review made me want to vomit. So, um, you know, he, he has a lot of good things here to say. Um, like he says, the, the level of danger and s- suspense is so far elevated above the cheap thrills of the modern slasher films. that rear window, like, I don't know what the fuck that says, um, <laughs> intended as entertainment in, the ni- in 1954 is now rel- revealed as art. Um, Hitchcock long ago explained the difference between surprise and suspense. A bomb under the table goes off, and that's a surprise. We know the bomb is under the table, but not when it will go off and that suspense. Um, what I really found disgusting was how he talked about Grace Kelly. Um, and... How Ebert talked about her. Yeah, how Ebert ah. talked about Grace Kelly. And so, before I, I get into that, um, let me tell you a little bit about what the audience says. So... Terry M gives it 5 stars. He says Hitchcock's masterpiece of voyeurism. Hitchcock knew how to draw out the compelling dark side of James Stewart. This film is one of the f- one of the master filmmaker Hitchcock's best. Grace Kelly was never more beautiful or compelling, and as usual, Thelma Ritter is a com- comedic gem effortlessly stealing every scene she appears in in this film. Um, Philip M is someone who I want to draw attention to. Philip M, you gave this movie four and a half stars, but damn, you know how to write a review. So, <laughs> let me read to you what Roger Ebert says about Grace Kelly. Kelly is cool and elegant here and has some scenes where we feel her real hurt. She likes to wear beautiful dresses, make great entrances, spoil Jeff with champagne, and cater dinners. He doesn't notice or doesn't like her attention because it presumes a relationship he wants to elude. There is one shot, partly a point of view close up in which she leans over over him to kiss him and the camera succumbs to her sexuality even if Jeff doesn't. It's as if she's begging the audience to end its obsession with what Jeff is watching and consider instead what he should be drinking in with her eyes, his beauty. That's fucking disgusting. That's yeah, weird. it's pretty gross. And Is
3: that in line with what the movie's trying to do?
2: Um, I that's, think that's
0: a good question, too.
2: Well, I mean, that speaks to a larger thing about Alfred fucking Hitchcock. Well, which I was gonna say, hope if the whole point into. is that
0: it's like, hey, like, I'm hot. Like, you're not paying
2: attention <laughs> to me, you know? Like, I, yeah, I can definitely see that yeah. being like the point of that. <laughs> but, Roger Ebert, this is how you write a wrong thing about a woman's performance in a yeah. movie. Philip M. Oh, man. This is how you write a good one. Well, that
4: depends on the film. If the film doesn't do a good job of bringing a character's role to the table in performance and writing, then is it a fault of a reviewer to point that out?
2: I I don't think it's what he's saying. It's how he's saying it.
4: Uh, Yeah, in this case, I do agree. Yeah, I suppose it's true.
2: Like, if the the female character is meant to just be for the male gaze, that says more about the director than it does about the person reviewing it. Sure. And I do think that there is a part of that in here, which, like, I I can't fault Roger Ebert for. But, like, that one bit that he says is just... I felt disgusting after reading it, and I wanted to, like, bathe. Um, But... In um, contrast to that, Philip M. says, I'll start with Stella. First of all, he breaks his review down into categories and rates it out of like 1 to 10, which is like... Bless. Oh, wow. So characters, he gave, gave it 10 out of 10. He said, I'll start with Stella Thelma Ritter, who is easily my favorite character in the entire movie. She is an in-home nurse who is taking care of the main character, L.B. Jeffries, James Stewart. Out of all the characters in the story, she has the brightest sense of humor. I also love that she takes zero guff from L.B., sometimes even making it seem like he works for her. She was stern and went beyond the parameters of her job, doing everything from offering love advice to helping L.B. dive into the murder. Like, that's it. That's a critique on someone's performance. Yeah. And on a character, that's how you write about a female character. Mm. Not what Robert e- Ebert did. Yeah. So. Was this, when did he rate that review also? You Do know you what? Know? To be honest with you, I don't know. Mm, okay. Um, but if you are curious more about the character, um, the categories that Philip M. brought up, acting, 10 beginning 10 characters 10 beginning beginning yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's really an interesting category middle um, yeah why is there that about the beginning what is this um what did
3: you to say for the beginning
2: nothing just 10 just that was um, great yeah yeah best ending he does, he does cinematography 10 conflict 8 genre 5. What does he mean by genre What? Oh, I, okay. d- I don't know. Memorability 10, place 9, plot 10.
4: Well, maybe this isn't quite how you write a review.
2: <laughs> well, wait it up this
1: place way. I so have uh, questions. Where else would he want it placed? Yeah, what's
0: place?
3: A
2: I read different it. apartment?
0: What's, what does he mean by genre? Is it his personal
2: Wait, can preference? we go back and yeah. for me to just own up to something I can't read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> instead of place it's pace. pace. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh no, but I think that's actually a good category. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um and I mean he does have some comments here at resolution 10 he says I won't dive too much in here but I will say the ending is perfect to the point that it answers all the right questions hmm. doesn't overdo things and try and unnecessarily perfect. put a bow on things and overall he gives it a 92 um, he says Alfred Hitchcock puts together stories like a boxer puts together a fight he hits you with little jabs that wake you up eventually he goes in for the kill with harder punches that you're not ready for he is definitely one of the greats and Rear Window is yet another one of his classics to show for it
3: I want to see Hitchcock hmm. boxing movie. <sighs>
2: that would be amazing. But anyway, I mean.
3: Raging Bull Hitchcock.
2: The, the reviews said n- nothing but good yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Play. Is that for plays? I mean,
2: I
0: feel like it, it I mean, at least from what <laughs> I was remember, I feel like it is always one of the ones that's like talked about as like his best movie, Um, which I think like I always like thought really? about that. Like, I feel like that was one like I heard about constantly. It was yeah. always like the one that like came up. Um, And I when like I watched it, was, it, I liked it a lot, but it's not my favorite. Mm hmm.
2: I think when you're when you're talking about building suspense, mm. this is the damn movie.
0: Yeah, I agree. It definitely it definitely does that. Um, but it was it was interesting just because I think like I don't know. Um, I like this one a lot uh, for sure. But there are some other ones where it's it just does things that I find like so so interesting um actually psycho like freaked me out the first time i saw it too <laughs> there was some stuff in there that was really good um and just see we're like not expecting at all i was super into that but i know Psycho is also kind of like an outlier because it kind of breaks a lot of his form um that he does with his movies like the it's way they're... So there's a like toilet
4: it's i feel like it's the one he's most known for though <laughs> the
0: it's
2: toilet?
4: the first yeah, movie it's... to have a toilet well, like in 30s. a general is sense that like you, yeah in that like sense, depicted but... on film yeah like a toilet in the he
3: he um rewrote part of the script because that make the toilet an integral part of the plot so the you toilet, couldn't edit it out
1: the toilets were like
0: around turn of the scent what are we talking it
3: was just
4: it was a taboo to include
2: it
0: it was just yeah. a weird thing to have in the in how the dare villainous. you
4: put a
3: pooper in this <laughs> oh, yeah. i see like mm-hmm.
0: indecent to show yeah the toilet mm-hmm. got it interesting yeah um, sorry
3: to just off track
0: which they also remake that movie later and I've never seen the remake with but. Vince
4: Vaughn it's pretty bad
0: ooh we like should that? do a bad remake month. Anne Heche? Yeah. yeah
4: she doesn't do very well either
0: um. Yeah. Cool. So, thank you, Sam. Yeah. I think those are really interesting. Um. Yeah. I was interested if there were like specifically bad reviews or like critique ones, but no, there I really find, wasn't. Yeah. A lot of these movies have had like a lot of trouble finding those like ones that are like pretty acclaimed. Mm-hmm. Um. Now, Christine, you had seen it before, and who else has seen it?
2: I have. I've but seen not it. Everyone's long, seen it, but not yeah. in a long, long time. Okay.
0: Okay. Cool. Um. So you have seen it before, but this is a more recent watch, right? Yeah. I watched it like.
1: It, it's been so definitely years, uh, and then so it was really great to mm-hmm. rewatch it and see kind of how what I had remembered at the movie really changed in in rewatching it. And I, I definitely think it's an important thing to think about as far as like the gender politics of this movie. Uh, you've got mm-hmm. Grace Kelly, who is is sort of, I think. She has, She does the most with this role, um, and I really commend her performance. I would agree with the reviewer that Thelma Ritter is definitely the hmm. the standout performer of the movie, but you definitely have. Jimmy Stewart's character kind of, like, doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to get tied down by marriage, and he, you know, Well, I just want to take pictures. Are you ready to, are you ready to live across the Is that a direct quote? How are you going to walk around in those high heels? Like, you're going to have to wear some flats when you are with me in Pakistan. You know, he just, like, talks about how this, like, he's career-oriented, even though she she is like the editor of a very big fashion magazine and so she is a really she also is a career woman but Mm. there's definitely some key moments where one of the like key details about solving the mystery is like a woman never leaves her jewels behind and you're like
2: <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> you're like, "But okay, is that enough right? uh, <laughs> So that
1: definitely I think was something I was thinking about as rewatching it. Um and mm-hmm. yeah, the like depictions of specially L, uh what's his name? L, LB? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, LB Jeffries. LB, LB Jeffries <laughs> and um yeah, Grace Kelly's character. Yeah. But I think uh, other things that I was really reminded of um of why this movie I think is, is really stand out in these rights is like the way it's shot. I mean, mm. like fucking, I mean, the trailer definitely like is like, <laughs> this is the best part of the movie. Cause we're presenting it as such, but <laughs> this I is really how think we made the movie. The, yeah. The, I guess that
0: is like kind of a big deal. Like, you Oh know, my God. Yeah. It's be,
1: like, it's awesome like these little frames and compartments of every window of the houses that he's mm-hmm. watching yeah. and the, the blocking and the way that it's staged mm-hmm. is that the individuals that he watches in their own narratives and stories are exactly situated between each of the panels of the windows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mm-hmm. such specific and precise filming that clearly takes a lot of time to think about and mm-hmm. I think says a lot of and and how removed um, and distant Jimmy Stewart's character is from watching all these lives mm-hmm. happening at once. And I think that is one of the most important ways to like address interesting aspects of the thor- of the story, the ethics of watching and voyeurism. and at what point do you, involve yourself in things that you mm. see happening humans desire for drama mystery the grotesque like like just as they want what they're seeing unfold to be a murder we as the audience want this to like yeah. be thrilling and mm-hmm. like this this sort of like intense desire for shit to really be mm-hmm. to go bad, yeah. Um, for for the story's sake and for drama's sake, and I think that the way the movie filmed captures that so much. And I think also there's some key turning points in the movie that I think are important, like when there are shots. Like, that turn back on Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly, like, after they've gotten really involved. The shots of Grace fucking Kelly climbing into the window of the murderer's Mm -hmm. apartment. Mm. Yeah. That was so cool. And she literally enters the frame and, like, starts to, like, actually... And also...
0: Parts like character that are very, like, ingrained in my brain. Even you know? though
1: Jimmy Stewart's the one watching everyone, she is the only character that actually enters into the space mm-hmm. uh, of the apartment. The, the detective he works with just goes outside the yeah. apartment, maybe goes up to the door, but Grace Kelly's literally the only one that crawls into the apartment. And I think that's really significant. Um, to note. And then when we actually see the guy who enters into Jimmy Stewart's apartment, and that is a truly scary moment with the dark mm. uh, uh, shot of his face. Um, and so I think that the audience is, is their own frame. We don't always get the perspective of, of Jimmy Stewart's apartment. We have our own perspective as we're watching all the characters interact. Um, and so I would wonder what people's thoughts about Hitchcock's certainly obsession with, like, those close-ups of Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly kissing. There's this sort of glossier lighting on her when she, like, lays on the chaise lounge. Um, And, like, whether we think that that's one way to sort of, like, heighten the perspective of the audience and sort of this voyeuristic element, Mm -hmm. or is it just Hitchcock's, like, male, like, obsession with... Hmm. (laughs) like depicting Grace Kelly as this sort of beautiful adornment when really she's a very interesting and impactful character. Mm. Um, But so those are the kinds of things that I was thinking about. Um, Definitely enjoy the rewatch. And yeah, damn, the set and the way it's shot is just like incredible.
0: I mean, I, like, just have always liked how, um, he tries to do, like, all this really different stuff, like, technical. Um, like, I, one of my favorites is Rope, which, um, also has Jimmy Stewart in it, and, also watching these movies for me, I watched Hitchcock like in my teens and it was different for me because like I was very used to a very different type of Jimmy Stewart who was usually in <laughs> black and white. Um, and like, you know, like especially like, you know, every Christmas we watch it's a wonderful life. So like that's the kind of Jimmy Stewart that's ingrained in my head. So seeing him in these different kind of roles and like Hitchcock movies was like really different for me. Um and, like, I remember, like, Rope, the whole thing is that um, it's supposed to be, like, one shot, not really cutting at all um, mm-hmm. from, like, what's going on the entire movie, which was super cool. And so, like, I think those things are so distinctive when I think of different Hitchcock movies or just, like, certain things, like, um, like
2: technical and how it's shot, like, are yeah. so ingrained in me. It really makes you think about the craft. Like, Yeah. Christine, when you were talking about, like everything had to be staged within the windows. It's what effort did they go through to make mm-hmm. sure that you could see that, like, their staging and everything else, you could see exactly that. Mm-hmm. I figure it took a while.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and it. I think it also, like, intensified my own awareness of watching this movie and, like, within, you know, the square screen of all the action that's mm. happening.
3: It definitely reminds me of... Feels feels like theatrical in a way of like, you mm-hmm. have the proscenium of, like the, the framing of the mm. screen. There
1: definitely yeah. is a theater like component to it. Um, and then I think something that also stuck out to me and I didn't really think about it the first time I was watching it, but uh, they're obsessed with this like, you know, did the guy kill his wife or didn't he? And then the floor below is like kind of the more intense human drama. I mean, this woman who at one point it looks like she's about to commit suicide and she's like writing her suicide note. Jimmy Sturgeon completely dismisses it. He like no he's like, oh I wonder who she's writing to. And then like it goes (laughs) back to the action and it like That's not gonna make a great picture. Right, yeah. Mm. Okay, fuck that. And so like and I, I, I I thought that was so interesting and sad how like they're obsessed with this like this sort of, like, explicit drama as in, like, Mm. oh, like, the knife, the saw, all this stuff. Yeah. And yet there's this much more, like, in many ways intense story going on below, and it's, certainly it resolves itself, or, like, it gets resolved, but, like, in what ways are we distracted by, like, the the seemingly more, like, grab-you dramas when really what's going on, um... Like in other compartments, Mm -hmm. yeah, much more. Yeah,
0: that's an interesting grounded in
1: reality in the human condition. Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's not even a thing like that. I thought about too much, and I was like, yeah, you're right. That's like something that's kind of important that you know is is. I mean, I mean, he could like have done something about that also if he had wanted to potentially like stepped in in some way. But he like at one point he says
1: like, that they should call the police, but then the police go to the wrong... I'm not quite sure how it unfolds. Yeah, it's kind of... There was definitely a moment where he, like, completely dismissed me. He's like, hmm, I wonder what's going on there. I actually don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> ah, yeah. Um. The other thing I think is interesting about this movie, too, it's, like, the... You know, he's doing he's a very voyeuristic person, obviously, um, which it's interesting seeing that being used uh, as for the protagonist, um, because especially like, as someone who like likes watching a lot of horror movies. I mean, usually it's very creepy, and it is, like, in a lot of ways creepy in this, too, Um, but, you know, usually it is, like, from the perspective of whoever, like, the killer is and stuff, and so it's, like, really weird to see it used in a way that's supposed to be, like, for good, I guess, but it's still, I don't think, like, detracts too much away from the fact that it's, like, it's still kind of creepy that he's just, like, looking into people's houses, because that's the only thing you can do, I guess, when you can't leave your house. (laughs) I
4: wonder if it was, like, some really prescient and, like, just, like... Uh, just like a, a premonition of Hitchcock's in some mm. weird way, where he's able to place the audience literally in the position of the audience in a slasher movie.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, because
4: we're 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 experiencing it via our vicarious vehicle, Jimmy uh, J- Jimmy or James Stewart depending <laughs> James. on the trailer or uh, or whatever. Um, who who is basically a passive audience in experiencing and witnessing all these things. Mm-hmm.
1: But there's moments, I think, that the movie also makes it, like, clear that the audience is a third party, but literally between Jimmy Stewart and what he's looking at. Like, we're not even able to look at both Jimmy Stewart and, Hmm. like, a lot of times we are looking from Jimmy Stewart's perspective, but there's some key moments that we are, like, in this netherworld between what plays out across the way across the like lawn and between or like and mm-hmm. Jimmy Stewart's own apartment which I don't know what conclusion I can draw from that. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's interesting. I was thinking but a yeah, lot yeah, about positioning true.
1: and where people were. But like what do we think about the ending? Do we find it a good satisfying ending? As like the the I mean I guess The not fact a twist, that, that, that but... it literally was a murder.
0: Mhm. Um
3: I can't comment. I don't honestly remember.
0: I mean, if you watch that movie and it was like that he was wrong the whole time and it wasn't a murder, it'd be a little disappointing. It, it would a little be. More obvious, You're like, I guess. yeah, okay, yeah.
4: Like the twist is almost that he was right.
0: Yeah, I
1: kind of wanted the twist to be that Grace Kelly was staging the whole thing to like, <laughs> like fool him. <laughs> That's well, if uh, M. Night Shyamalan ever
0: remakes oh
1: so oh <laughs> re- Please do. No. Please do. If you're out there listening to this, we are a Philadelphia podcast, and we know how much you love Philadelphia. We've talked about you so much. We've talked about you so much. We do much. talk about you a lot. I would love to see what you would do with this movie. <laughs> she doesn't. Others, Others may, may not
0: agree on here,
2: but... <laughs> we'll put on our own show. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, exactly. I, I think this movie, like speaks to human nature in a lot of ways. I think that James Stewart represents, like, whoa, like a total, like, total right on the spectrum of, like, voyeurism, but, like, I don't know. I like to know what my neighbors are doing sometimes. Like, I hear them having fights outside, and I'll be like, yo! And I go out, like, the police will be calling, and I'll be like, I gotta see what's going to on. To be fair, when we were on our way here... I was her. just about to bring this yo, up. Oh, my God, yeah. There was a couple having a fight, and we, <laughs> we, they were going the direction we were going, were but yelling. we were also following them a little bit. And I bit. was like, yo, if you, if you can figure out what's going on with them, like, I need to know. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, it's a very real thing, and... And so I think that you can like honestly relate to James Stewart's mm-hmm. character, um, and even how like grumpy he is. He's like absolutely miserable in <laughs> yeah. the home film. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, I get it. Has
3: Has anybody ever seen the uh, Voy the Voyeur documentary on Netflix no. about the man mm-hmm. who built a uh, bought a motel and built a secret compartment where it's a fake air duct? We can crawl in and look at all the different rooms. See, that's
1: that sounds the like that's a more uh, uh, alert.
0: Yeah, bad it's... times at the El Royale. Oh, yeah, that's true. But this
3: was a real dude who ran a motel for, like, decades. And then he wants to, like, get a story told by this New York Times. I think he well, was New York Times horrifying. reporter. And so it just reminds me of this of, like, just, you know, this man, obviously, in the documentary, takes it way too far. Of, like, building this trap house, basically. To, like, But it's, it's just interesting of, like, this is a theme that...
1: Mm-hmm. Pops I mean, up and resonates. I don't want to be that person, but like social media is like in many ways oh, yeah. like, elements of voyeurism. I mean, oh my god, rear window, watch... but
3: it's just a laptop.
1: Well, rear window <laughs>
4: oh literally, would be a as remake. you're
1: scrolling through whatever you scroll through, you're literally being given insights into people's lives and like jimmy stewart's like comparing his own life to the things that he sees like the just married couple like Mm. oh they look happy but maybe they're not that happy oh i don't want to get married and so it's like this comparison (laughs) of like watching people in a very limited view but see thinking that that is their entire world entire Mm -hmm. existence Mm -hmm. and then comparing your own life to that like i think that's kind of Many of the, like, fundamentals of...
4: Therein lies Instagram.
1: Interacting.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean...
1: Solving a murder
0: through Instagram.
3: That's probably happened, right?
0: Yeah,
1: maybe.
3: Totally. (laughs) Uh, Criminal Minds episode.
0: Uh, Oh, God. I'm sure it's been done. Um, Yeah, so some other stuff... I wanted to talk about too, or people will feel like, okay, like moving away from like rear windows specifically. Was there anything yeah. else? Okay. Um, so I, I want to use Hitchcock to also talk about like some other like things, um, which I mean, I think it should be stated that Hitchcock was not a good person. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. so like there, there are those issues with like, um, you know, people getting recognition who are like not great people. Um, but it's, you know, I think it's also interesting to talk about okay, obviously like the craft like he is very good at like crafting these stories and these amazing techniques and things like that um, but I was talking to like Garrett the other like about this the other night and he was just like yeah I mean he was pro- kind of a shitty dude so maybe it's a good thing he never won anything you know but like I was like yeah I understand that point of view but also that's definitely not the what the academy cares about <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's definitely not, not. where not. they're <laughs> coming from at all like they're not like oh well socially we think it's a good idea that we don't do this especially in the 1950s of all things so
2: um I think it's just like helpful to consider those both at the same time I agree like yeah. you can have a dude who's like who's a genius when it mm-hmm. comes to making yeah. these movies but like you can also have him sexually assaulting Tippi Hedren, which is like exactly what she wrote Stanley
4: Kubrick who basically drove Shelley Duvall mad
2: yeah right um yeah I mean
0: like honestly like Roman Polanski is a fucking piece of gar- shit garbage human but like well, yeah. I've seen some of his Ooh. movies yeah, that are. are really like interesting and amazing and you know it's it's I you know separating the craft and stuff and like I I totally agree I think those things should be considered especially like now as we are much more like socially conscious of these things and talking more about them too but like um it is interesting especially for that time mm-hmm. that like these things weren't necessarily like winning i mean they were like nominated but like not necessarily winning um and i think that just kind of comes from you know not like him as a person but like just the not respect that um the academy seems to have for like movies of this nature um so like you know hitchcock definitely like thriller horror type person um but um yeah, like horror movies and sci-fi movies specifically are like always kind of like known to like not get a ton of recognition in the Academy, yeah. or
2: they're nominated and then treated like jokes. Yeah, also everyone's I mean, like, pity "Oh, ah, uh, uh, so like yeah. what happened with
0: Get Out?" Uh, yeah, and that's like something I want to talk about too. I think um, one of the articles I had looked looked at said um, it was written like I think a year ago. Only six um, horror movies have been nominated for Best Picture like throughout. Crazy, wow. wow. yeah, um, yeah. Only six, do you which know is what crazy. You have, yeah. I do not have what they are. Um, I mean, Get Out is obviously one of <laughs> The Shining
4: not one of them, which yes. is obscene. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and like there's there's movies that have won things or have like gotten like kind of like through. Uh, one of the ones I, I wrote here that was a quote from an article that I thought was funny was that. Um, they basically said that they thought the Academy brought back the makeup effects um, category specifically so that Rick um, um, Baker, who did, or Backer, um, who did American Werewolf, like, could get a nomination. Oh, man, but. Totally
4: deservingly. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's interesting. Like, those are some considerations. Because, yeah, if you have not seen that transformation scene oh in God. American Werewolf, it is amazing. Yeah, it's so great. Um, yeah it, it is so insane. So, there are things like that. Um, the Exorcist was nominated for things. Mm. Silence of the Lambs has been nominated and for that, some stuff that as one well. one that swept
4: that year. Yeah. And, yeah. Deservingly, because, oh my God. Yeah, That's which is man, yeah.
0: fantastic. Um, what a strange franchise.
4: Wanna... Sorry. Yeah. Oh, no, go for it. I was saying, what a strange
3: franchise, Dance of the Lambs is. Like, prequels and sequels and TV shows. Like, just Yeah. The- that's well, all Don't I have to get
0: say. me started. I love
1: Hannibal stuff so much. <laughs> Hannibal's really good. <laughs> it's so I, good. I've I, never
3: seen Yeah. It. it was really good.
1: I have the six. Did you have the six? Yes. Cool. Uh, horror uh, oh, okay. uh, movies that were nominated. All right. So the, the Exorcist. You... Mm hmm. Sure. Um, actually. Yeah. Fucking terrifying. Uh, Jaws.
3: Okay. Fair. Okay. That was nominated for Best Picture.
1: Yeah. And it, uh,. It was like the first. No, summer no, no. It was
3: blockbuster. Oh yes.
1: So it was. It was nominated, but not that movie. Is
3: still, I saw um, that this summer again. That movie is still terrifying. That's it's
2: weird that I don't consider it like a horror. Oh, really? Film. Yeah. When, when, uh, what's Jaws? Pulls up real hard for me. See what
3: you mean yeah. that movie? Still is almost perfect
2: yeah Yeah, (laughs) that's
0: well I also think uh, Garrett and I have had this conversation a lot about like rebranding because like a lot of movies because of the fact that horror is not normally like considered serious try to rebrand themselves as other things like psychological thrillers and Mm -hmm. things like that even though like they definitely like have those elements and fall in those genres but there is kind of this interesting like side of like relabeling so that they're taken more seriously which also like kind of sucks that's that's also interesting for a
1: whole other discussion is how how movies bill themselves mm-hmm. during the awards campaign. Oh my god, like The
3: Martian?
0: And
1: how... <laughs> okay, you during the, the, the Golden
3: Martian. Globes? If, you don't, if you're not aware. <laughs> yes, During the as Golden a comedy. Glo- <laughs> as a comedy or musical. Sorry,
2: <laughs> did you read the book? Oh, I, I read did, the book. I did read the, I book. Read the book. the book. I,
0: is funny. I love the book. I just want
3: to consider the movie a comedy, like, and the other movies, it was it was just like a strange, like... They didn't want to go for the drama because they knew it wouldn't win, so they went for the comedy or musical yeah, category. The they the thought campaign, they could win.
1: the Academy campaign. Um, all right, Silence of the Lambs. We already talked about Sixth Sense. Uh, M night, if you're listening. M night, please
2: um, again. again be on the
1: podcast. <laughs> oh my god!
3: If you're if you're listening and you know M night Shyamalan, please send them our way.
1: Uh, Black Swan. Oh right. Oh true, mm-hmm. Black Swan's dope. Yeah, get
0: That's out. Another
2: one that I wouldn't.
0: Yeah. Huh. Consider it horror because it's psychological thriller.
2: Oh, also talk but about another problem. Actually, be one though.
0: But I think psychological thriller um, is under picture. that kind of category horror. of hard, horror in general. Oh, in I just that's want terrifying. to
3: see because I just don't like Darren Aronofsky. He's just such a pretentious person. I guess every, almost everyone in Hollywood is, but I mean, he's made yeah. some good movies. Yeah, but he's
0: But as we
2: just heard, you can like the product but not like the man. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But yeah that's totally true. Um, which, yeah, like, it's, it's interesting, like, hearing some of this stuff, and I think, like, a lot of times, like, when those categories do win, like, horror and sci-fi, it's usually, like, maybe some of the more, like, technical stuff. Um, one of the movies I was thinking about choosing, too, I talked about was, like, um, Batman, um... Uh, it was Dark Knight. Dark Knight and how they were talking about how they made like another opening mm-hmm. because they wanted that to be in the future, like a space for like movies like that, because that was not. Yeah, they nominated. created a whole
3: new another slot for Best Picture. Yeah,
0: um, which the like next
3: year, <laughs> the next year, yeah, did not help. That which one. like,
0: you know, part of the reason I almost picked Dark Knight is because I think that's almost a perfect movie. <laughs> it's such a it's solid movie. Um, but yeah, specifically, like in recent years, too, because I think. Horror is obviously not respected a lot, but at the same time, it's something like I love a lot. Uh, but it like makes a lot, it can make a lot of interesting, like social commentary, especially last year with Get Outs uh, nomination, which was a huge deal. I was super stoked about that. Um, not just because it was like as a horror fan, like seeing something like this nominated was a really big deal, but um, it was, it made a, a huge social commentary, um, and there was like a very, I knew it wasn't going to win, which also kind of sucks because, yeah. like, you, there are always those movies that are in that category that you just know aren't going to win. And was that I was La like, Land
3: and. Um, um, that was the year before. That was the year before?
0: Shape yeah, what did win last, last year? Shape. I totally forget. Shape of
2: Water. Oh, God.
0: Which I didn't see it, but, like, I guess you can consider that, like, part of that, like, genre, too, of, like, the more, like, fantasy elements of things, too, but... I was
3: more happy for Guillermo to win Best Director mm. than for Shape of Water to win yeah. Best Picture. The
0: cinematography I was agree. beautiful. Yeah.
3: And yeah. the fishman
2: Clothes? Yeah. I loved it. It was amazing.
0: I mean, like just from what I had seen, the look of it is incredible, and I was like all all about but that. Well, boring.
2: I don't think it's something yeah, that'll it be remembered
0: weird. twenty years and from now. Like, but like, I liked it. But like when you think fish, about movies own. that she have won, fish, those aren't always movies that we talk about. Like the movies that yeah. win, like are not ones that necessarily stand. The, the best English time. Patient. Um, one one article, <laughs> one article I found uh, from last year was um, ninety years of like the Oscars fucking up and they picked a movie wow. from every single year the Oscars has been going on that, that they that's didn't good. pick a good movie um which I thought was really cool so that's like where I pulled some stuff too um that's a great podcast from.
2: idea
0: <laughs> yeah yeah right um Shakespeare in love <laughs> I used to love that movie a lot actually <laughs> but it was also just because I was obsessed with like um just the you know Elizabethan like era of things at that time who's um, that Rafe finds.
2: No, it's, the
0: other one. Uh, uh, Joseph Fiennes. J- oh, you're right. You're right. Ooh, uh, damn, I just love <laughs> it, right day how day I it. I get those confused. I'm
2: so sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it's okay.
1: <laughs> Dame Judy managed to score an Oscar by just having what, like six minutes of screen time, She's and not by in that movie. six minutes, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Well, I can't remember it's exactly <laughs> how many minutes, but it's like under fifteen.
0: Yeah, it's insane. Um,
3: (laughs) not in the movie one
0: but um but also i think uh this came up too for a couple different reasons um which one of them being um the like mandy um specifically um was not nominated for best score just because of like technical things, mm-hmm. um, where because it like wasn't in theaters long enough, um, which really sucks because the score of that movie is amazing, it's awesome. um, but also like, um, Johan Johansson like committed suicide, I believe, um, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like a big deal oh, as know, well. That's that. such like an arbitrary thing.
2: Well, it has to be in the movie theater for this long, and yeah, does that make a movie good? Yeah. Like, I mean, what I, the think, I think I think I gets to just yeah.
3: like how award shows are. meaningless
2: and like
0: one thing I thought (laughs) was cool I think it was um, including our (laughs) other you know other things like have been I guess like nominating thing not like doing like nominations for different things I think it was like the Chicago like Tribune or something. Um, Chicago Film uh, Critics Association gave the most grat- uh, gratitude towards genre storytelling by nominating Hereditary, not only for Best Actress, but also Best Picture. Yes. Uh, they also did nominate scores for Mandy and Suspiria, and also honored Annihilation, which did not get nominated oh, no for shit. much. <laughs> which that movie was fucking dope. Did um, it get
3: nominated for anything?
0: Nothing. I don't think so. Yeah.
3: Interesting tying back to our Netflix discussion, real quick. Uh, Annihilation was only in theaters in the U.S. of A. It was Netflix in every single other territory. Are you serious? Because the studio that's thought so it was crazy. going to bomb.
2: Wow. So they sold
3: the international rights to Netflix. Wow. But to have it be considered for Oscar nominations, yeah. mm-hmm. they had to have it run in theaters. <laughs> yeah. And oh. even though they knew they were going to take a loss on it mm-hmm. through, like, market projections and whatnot, yeah. which are almost always meaningless. Yeah. Um, so that's just another interesting Netflix tie.
0: Yeah. And so, like, I, I guess I want to make a bigger conversation about specifically, like, you know. Just, like, why these things aren't really... Respected in a lot of ways, you know, like when we think of like Get Out versus like Shape of Water. Get Out's probably Get Out's, I think, definitely a better movie, but also making like more important social commentary. No, that's not necessarily like what they're looking for when they look for Best Picture. But I think as we're trying to be more socially conscious, conscious, those are things that
2: we need to put more emphasis on. Yeah, um, but that requires them to take a hard look at themselves. So they'd rather just pass the buck and and yeah. give the award to a movie about a woman fucking a fish. Yeah. Yeah. I think also she, <laughs> she did. And th- there's can hold on I'm okay. sorry no, Connor no, but there's fine. a part in the movie where Octavia Spencer, God bless, she asks about his dick. Yeah, and she's and then they do a thing with yeah. it. Yep, and it's disgusting. It is a... so um, continue. I uh, saw oh. a
0: meme also. You know, it's the one where like the dude's holding hands with the girl, but he's like looking at the yeah. other yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like that girl like holding hands with the fish, but like turning around and looking at Aquaman. <laughs> 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 and it like. I I was like, oh man, that's gonna make me laugh for forever. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like that—that that was a pretty big issue. And then, like, also, like, uh, we talked a little bit. Um, Hereditary, Tony Collette not getting nominated, um, which, like, whether you like that movie or not, like, her performance in it was like insane. Um, yeah. Whereas, like, some of these other movies that you read off, like The Wife, like I haven't heard about that good movie. For Glenn like, close. It's, yeah, it's going close, but I haven't heard about that movie. Like, what?
4: <laughs> it also kind of brings an interesting question to mind: is like we really revere Hereditary because obviously it's a very good film, but. Um, in the same regard that we're a little bit critical of Hitchcock, mm-hmm. we could probably be critical of the director of this film, because as Toni Collette has described, she's yeah, had a tell difficult me time more. dealing with the, mm. um, in, in a way. Dealing and it's with not the reper- just her, some of the, of the other people.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, Who directed it? Was it from? I
4: Who? I don't recall. Oh, I'll Google like it right now. Yeah. Or Sam. Sam like
1: or he, like the director was creating like a set that was stressful. Like Kubrick?
4: Yeah, just sort of like a really imposing and demanding um, environment for actors that uh, is psychologically challenging, not, not specifically even within the realm of character, but as professional yeah. actors.
2: Yeah, Interesting. Ari Aster? Yeah. Mm, yeah.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah, and then there's like, but also like, it sucks because I don't think that's the reason why she wasn't nominated, you know? No,
4: like, no, and, and obviously it didn't make... Uh, it didn't make a dent in Hitchcock's yeah. reputation yeah. either, but...
0: Yeah, but it's, like, it's a weird thing to think of, to, like, you know, think about, too. Like, are we thinking about all these things? I highly doubt that this 70-whatever percent of of fucking white dudes are, are thinking about these kind of things. Um, but, like, you know, also like, does this shit even matter? Like, you know, like... Should should we even be like caring about like any of this, which I think has been like a point of like a lot of our Oscars mm-hmm. conversations, because mm-hmm. obviously I think we all have like different gripes about it and are bringing up like good points about it. But, you know, um, it also just kind of sucks that, you know, I think these thing these like categories, which can be really amazing, you know, horror and sci fi is definitely my niche, but also even like comedies and stuff, which are not like revered very highly by um, the Academy either, it's, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I love um, good comedy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it just feels
4: good. Yeah. So it's horror. It's just like one of those genres that is in, a, in in its efficacy in terms of entertainment. Yeah. I think considered less uh, prestigious in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think is nonsense. Yeah. I think it's harder to write good comedy than it is
1: to write mm-hmm. like probably drama. Well, that's a generalization, <laughs> yeah. but
3: I would I would. Guess. I think comedy is more in the time, like mm. more performance. I don't know. Like so much of comedy is timing and editing.
0: Mm. And also, I, I don't know, like a lot of times when I see like what, whatever is nominated that year for Oscars, I'm like, all of these movies sound like they're three hours long and are going to make <laughs> oh, yeah. me depressed as fuck. <laughs> so it's Never like, why it. do I want to put myself through any of that? Um When like, you know, there are these other categories that definitely have like a pretty big place in like our society for different reasons. Um Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> 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 um. Do I think that was like all I had for like my notes and stuff like that. Did anyone else have like thoughts or anything about this specifically? I think
3: the Oscars can sometimes be an interesting platform for like career recognition. Mm. Um like I I don't think Return of the King is the best Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. But I think in terms of like that winning best picture, like that is a capstone Mm. of like a total masterpiece that was created.
0: Yeah, I felt like it, it I even as a young person when those movies were like being nominated, I remember being like Okay, well, like, finally they gave it to them. Yeah. You know, like, it's about time. <laughs> it's
4: it's something we're going to return to in uh, my episode, not to spoil anything, but um, a director that I really uh, appreciate and revere uh, was in the game for many years until they, uh, they finally won uh, to the degree that, like when when the award is being presented you could tell what was going to happen because mm. they'd been passed over so many times and you had
0: yeah. uh, George
4: Lucas and Steven Spielberg come out on stage to present the award um so it, it it's it's like clear that the academy like makes note of certain like achievements and contributions but hesitate mm. to reward them maybe for their best work in their prime mm-hmm. um because they're i don't know I don't, I, I don't know waiting it out or just like hoping that the, I, I don't know how to describe it, I guess. It's just, it's a weird. No, I know, you know what
0: you mean. Like, it's it's doing it because overall they feel like, okay, we like finally need it's to like give Scorsese you a thing. It's like Scorsese and the
1: Departed.
4: Yeah, that, uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm yeah. referring to. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. oh <laughs> sorry. I thought you... No, that's okay. I because, was, because I was going off different chosen, information. But... We,
1: can do, we can edit this out. No, Let's no, do a very no. long, dramatic pause but we're not you can totally edit that but out but we're not
2: we're not we're not it. A, yeah. we're, we're not we can pause out either it. it's it all in <laughs> doesn't,
4: <laughs> it doesn't spoil anything it's um <laughs> but yeah but yeah in, in, that, in that sense <laughs> I chose a different Scorsese's <laughs> films for this category. will
1: I swear, I but, thought
0: this was something. Else. Yeah, like, even like certain actors, it feels like they finally gave it to them because they're like, "Oh yeah, this person's been nominated." You know, it's like when you have your like free drink card at like a coffee shop. It's like, I yeah, you've had this this many times, so yeah, we'll give you a one like, time." Yeah, right, you know, and it right, happens right.
2: almost every year. I yeah. think this year they Spike Lee. Spike Lee has been nominated over and over again, or has been passed up. Actually, yeah. has he been nominated? How many? He was, nominate- er, was no, nominated No, he was not, right not nominated for... No, because I just saw Kim Basinger. Yes, I watched the yeah, video, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, saying do you, do that do he should have been nominated for it. So so you have someone like Spike Lee, who's done incredible movies, gets nominated mm. for this one. And I've heard like a lot of pundits and other people say, like... Not as best, but I think that they're trying to right a wrong. So, yeah. Like, I, I yeah. think yeah. that does I feel happen.
3: like Alfonso Cuarón's just going to mm. swipe up everything. Oh, God, it's also on one of head.
0: those, yeah. I mean, it's also one of those things, too. Like, when we talk about um, the movies that have, like, lived on and are, like, important to us now. What is happening? I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, we're fighting about Alfonso
1: Cuarón. And <laughs> Prisoner of Azkaban, and I already know... That
4: I mean, he's lots of children' wizard. Totally well. Regardless of how you feel about the Harry Potter interpretation, he's made some very. Prisoner of Azkaban is, is the best films. Harry
0: Potter movie. Yes. Yes. It is not the yes. best Harry Potter adaption. and the Order of the Phoenix. It is not the best adaptation. Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. But it is the best movie. <laughs> Harry you're Potter and the Order of wrong. the Phoenix. You're all wrong. Um, it is not. It is not
3: Chamber <laughs> Secrets. kiss yes, it No, it's
0: not. But also, like an interesting thing of like a lot of times, like I've heard Garrett do it on his podcast and stuff, where like they'll talk about a certain What's the name movie of the podcast? that. I liked a movie, movie, um, which I was on, so, and we did an awesome Netflix movie, so yeah, fucking check out. it out. Yeah, check it out. Um, and, um, you know, like, there are some movies I know they've talked about where they'll, like, look at, like, they were nominated, but then see what else, what actually, like, won that year, and you'll be like, oh, what the fuck, like, I've never even heard of that movie. Nowadays, we don't, like, you know, we all think, we know that movie's, like, bullshit, like, all this stuff, so it's mm-hmm. just, like, at the end of the day, it's, like, eh, like, the Academy,
2: like, doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, honestly, it if they no. just want to keep nominating white people, then, like, the rest of us, we could just stop watching. We'll go do, we're going to do we, something we'll else. We'll do our own thing. You know? We did our own award show. Yeah. yeah. You, you can keep it. I don't want a part of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Our butter with that, I'm sure, was more interesting. I mean, you didn't get to see what, like, awesome outfits we were wearing no. or anything. <laughs> but. how much
3: Martin is we were trying.
0: We have no, hard no opinions. No is... Yeah.
4: We
1: have to have at least three
4: costume changes because that's what they do at yeah. the Oscars.
0: Duh. Yeah. I have
4: so many cover buns.
0: <laughs> yes. So many. Wait, do you? No. <laughs>
4: I don't own one. Oh, man. You didn't bluff it. I was well, like, if you do,
1: a you're lot. definitely wearing
3: them. Out.
0: I always
1: thought wearing a cover bun was such a great thing that if you're like at a fancy party, you just like put like a little snack oh, in man, there. Oh, man. as a group. Oh, oh no, it's no, like no. A pouch. Yeah. You only just yeah, fit brilliant. like a quarter in there. They're not deep. Ugh.
2: What? <laughs> well, there's, there's, another, there's enough depth to fit, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, like Not the cover I wore my something. cousin's wedding. Maybe, like, you know those crackers with, like, cheese? Yes. Goldfish? No.
0: Yeah, uh, say, the crackers yeah, sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ritz
2: yeah, the crackers sandwiches. Yes,
0: but,
2: uh, Sure. Similarly, but, like...
0: They always game to you when you were a kid, you know? Yeah, it was yeah, like It, it was cheddar cheese cracker with peanut, peanut butter, butter that's or, or cheddar. cheddar I have a box
3: at home yeah. from Aldi. See? stuff.
2: Yes, <laughs> I think said cigarettes. I was like, <laughs> yep. or those. That's fine.
0: <laughs> I was like, they didn't give those away in my school, but sure. <laughs> um, any other any other thoughts for for <laughs> this this stuff, the academy horror stuff? I don't know. Um, I do have like a, a thing I want to plug if, if like everyone's done with conversation. Yeah, go ahead. Um, it's uh, so Fangoria, the magazine, like came back recently and they just had their um, first edition, I believe, in October. And so their um, second edition, like, just came out um, recently. Um, but they do uh, their chainsaw awards. Uh, so if you're really into horror, um, it's like fan voting. Um, so Uh-oh. you can vote on like a lot of the actors and movies and stuff that were not nominated for the Academy, but that were, like, really awesome, you can vote for those on there. Um, you can also write in your favorite uh, kill scene, too, so uh, um, if you are a horror fan and you would like your voice heard, I think, like, you should participate in the Chainsaw Awards. I voted the <laughs> other day. It was, like, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so I got to vote for, like, Toni Collette for Best Actress, because that's, you know, she was nominated Robbed. in that category, so it felt, like, really good to, like, nominate, you know, people for the right things. Um, so, yeah, if you're interested, you should do that. Um, yeah, so we will be back in a moment with uh, our whiteboard question.
4: This is the scene of the crime, a crime of passion, filmed in a way you have never seen before, and
1: as no one else would dare attempt, but the screen's master of suspense...
0: welcome back uh, from the break, which was much shorter than the break we just took because we talked about a lot of things at once. So um, <laughs> I'm sure it'll all come back. <laughs> These are arguments we've already had in the past, so it's going to happen. And we will
3: have again in the future before we record them.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. All of the
4: movie related.
0: Aliens,
4: Star Wars.
3: Who
0: knew? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of sci-fi
4: covered just now.
0: It's weird that we like talking about uh, movies so much, right?
4: It's almost like we make a thing of it.
2: Mm. Whoa. <laughs> follow us on
4: instagram twitter facebook
3: <laughs> smash that like button no.
2: wait
0: are we ending it no good night um, everybody so we're gonna do our whiteboard question which um i did not pick it um i just fucking gave up yesterday i had a stomach ache for like half the afternoon so i did as Much homework as possible, and I didn't come up with a whiteboard question, but we figured one out. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we figured it out, and, uh, we're gonna do, um, Oscar hosts we'd like to see, as well as just, like, what we would want, like, you know, to happen within an Oscars, in, maybe in the future, in our fantasy worlds, I don't know, um... So, yeah, that, that's what we settled on. Does anyone have, like, an answer they want to go with? I'm yeah? ready. Okay, great.
3: The cast of Stranger Things. Adults suck. There's never been a good Oscar host. Maybe Billy Crystal did a good one of, like, the seven that he what? hosted. John Stewart did okay. Yeah,
0: he did okay. I remember that You got one. Millie
3: Bobby Brown, Finn Wolfhard, Joe Keery. You got all the kids. You got them there. You also got David Harbour and Winona Ryder, if you need, like, some adult supervision. And I actually like, let the kids host it.
2: I just thought of when Winona Ryder was up on stage.
3: For the (laughs) Emmys. And the meme (laughs) with the pizza. Incredible.
2: (laughs) Um, Incredible.
3: Cast of Stranger Things, they great on the Emmys when they won. there for the first season. Bring them back. (laughs) Finn Wolfhard,
4: he was in it. You did a great job. You're making a lot of hand gestures right now. You seem very confident.
0: Connor looks like a dude that is saying "bring it back." You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the way his hat is right now and everything. You guys can't see it, but it all makes sense.
4: <laughs> Stranger Things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then he did a half-assed dab. Great. That's yeah. <laughs> it was more of like a like a like a lightning
3: to the sky.
4: Oh, let's see, like, yeah. that's different. Oh, yeah. Sure.
3: Sam's taking a photo.
0: Okay. Great. So. Find this picture. You want to see instant. me
4: down? <laughs> oh no. You're
2: Like the kids at our job. Um does like anyone so else want to go?
3: Yeah. Uh does anybody have, uh... have any thoughts on my stranger
2: things? No, it was good.
0: Yeah. I would watch it. You just did a lot of weird douchey shit after, so <laughs>
4: <laughs> Well, just letting the kids take the wheel and you yeah. know do the uh do the thing. That's Kids,
0: fun. uh, they are the future.
4: Winona Riders memeable. Yeah. Would she be there as well? Yeah, and David Harbour. There'd
3: be the adult supervision. Like the chaperones. Oh, oh so could it's like they, everyone. When, not they, just the kids. Um, say the when they say who wins
0: But they're the only two adults. When they say who wins, because they can they have that thing, like the letters <laughs> yeah. and they have to spell oh, out my the God. winners for each one. <laughs> Wait, yes. <laughs> and there's <laughs> and like into a into like huge a seven
1: hour it's paper match starts, that adorable. starts getting pasted all around the walls of the Kodak Theater. <laughs> and it's just Winona like being like, oh tunnels connected.
0: You can see people just being annoyed when they're there, you know? Which would be also a very amusing reason. And the lights start in, flickering.
3: Like, yeah. R-O-M-A.
0: Yeah. Alright. Mm. So, Dave?
4: Uh, I realized my answer uh, pretty spontaneously as we were bringing this up because I had not prepared but now I'm realizing that the perfect host would be Werner Herzog. Um,
3: <laughs> Obviously. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Who would just kind of say of everything, uh, I imagine, is just a very, you know, a very uh, emphatic and very uh, enthusiastic performance in Herzog, on Herzog's terms, which would just sort of be like, well, once again, via are to regard film, and uh, once again, we are confronted with the futility of our medium, as well as our existence, both simultaneously and crushingly, as we award things... With a projected notion of worth, (laughs) Um,
0: I think everyone needs a little bit more of that in their life.
4: Because like he's a man who describes like Mm -hmm. the beauty of nature as strangulation and asphyxiation, so he would be maybe the perfect person for a useless award show.
0: <laughs> but you know, we get bombarded with so much shit we don't want to hear about. I feel like people who are there should have to listen to this because I feel like the narrative in my mind a lot when I'm in a dark place.
4: <laughs> now you are confronting the futility of your cell, celluloid art as it, it, it is projected across streams and fields. <laughs> when in reality, all of it is crumbling and you are screaming as an organism. <laughs> It'd be, uh, it'd be wonderful. I, I would love to watch Werner Herzog host everything but between that and, the and a,
0: Between that and a Jimmy Stewart tonight, you've been really uh, killing it with the impressions. <laughs>
3: These impressions.
4: Uh, those are two that I can do okay. I, if we do a Glenn Danzig episode, I'll also do all right. Great. Right. <laughs> <Right. But
0: laughs> we'll write or that Tom down Jones in my notebook. If we have to do Tom oh my Jones. God. Oh,
4: Jesus. <laughs> Mars Tax will come up. I'll do my. It's not unusual
3: Ooh.
0: impression someday. Can you do it right now? Mars Attacks would be fun. Please.
4: Please.
0: It's
4: not unusual to have fun with
3: anyone. It's
4: not unusual to have fun with anyone. That's two different noises. But I see you hanging around with anyone. It's not unusual to see me cry. I want to die. (laughs) <laughs> and um a yes. lot of Tax, which is a wonderful poem, And he
0: does wow. that song in the that movie was, and
4: we'll get back to that.
2: That mm. was wonderful. Hashtag Dave Sings.
3: <laughs> Hashtag What song Amazing. do you want to hear Dave sing next? Let us know.
4: <laughs> Hashtag Dave Sings. It's gotta be either yeah, Tom Jones or The Misfits, so let me know.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> if you wanna try to do some weird, like hybrid version of that, happy oh. to listen to um, thoughts. So yeah. Some mashups. Any anyone else uh,
2: have, have things? Um, this award show is meaningless, so no hosts. (laughs) Instead, um, The
4: absence of a host.
2: (laughs) Everyone just sits there and waits for someone to do (laughs) something.
4: That'd
2: be amazing. Um, instead, it's told through social media by Gritty. That's it. That's it. Gritty! Yep, that's all it can be. Wow. I also like the idea of everyone sitting in...
3: Just
1: waiting. It'd be like the Silence. John Cage. Mm, just like academy <laughs> Awards. <laughs> oh, John Cage. Everyone King's just like house. pondering their own.
0: <laughs> just like weird social existence. experiments. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm, listen to the sounds reverberating of people lingering, like, mm-hmm. being like, "What the fuck is going on? I paid so much money to get this show put on. Who this are you
3: impersonating? This year's Academy <laughs> 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 Awards are academy happening <laughs> <laughs> in the 1960s style. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh. Oh, you know, it could be a fun one, too, is, like, um, creating your uh, Oscars gift basket for people. Oh <laughs> like, to send them home with? Uh, yeah. Um, I was trying to figure out if I could think of something on the fly, and I can't, so. Uh, do they get other
3: people? Oh, my they God, yeah. yeah. They're, like, worth, like, what, 25 grand? Wait, what?
0: Like that? Yeah, what they get, get like, fucking phones and... Gucci
3: gift cards and...
0: yeah she wow. yeah. has gift cards? Probably.
4: <laughs> <laughs> don't look how many money I don't know. <laughs> Gookie by Gucky. <Gookie.
1: laughs> has anyone seen that funnier? <laughs> no.
2: Can go someone go. call Gucci and ask them if they have gift cards? <laughs> <laughs> well, they probably have one. You know the fancy side of the King of Prussia Mall? <laughs>
3: Yeah. you No,
2: no, 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 no. There's
0: a fancy side Maybe to I it. Maybe I haven't seen it. It's like Louis I haven't and really and... been into the King of Prussia mall.
3: I go to the Apple store once in a while.
2: Ooh, it's fine. It's nothing to write home about.
3: <laughs> There's it's a Tesla a store. There's a Tesla store in there. Bring it you know back.
2: what's nice about living in the
0: city is that I never go to malls anymore. It's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Um,
3: Christine, do you have a host in mind?
0: I agree with Sam. No host.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Everybody this year is like, oh, the shit is going to hit the fan. There's no host. The last time there was no host was 1989. And Rob Lowe did an 11-minute like musical that apparently Wait, what? was like the most criticized part of any Academy Awards in history. Oh, Rob shit. Lowe did a musical? Wrote, there, were, there were actors that wrote the Academy a letter after the 1989 Like award show and saying, this is a disgrace to everything. So Rob Lowe and this other uh, woman hosted this 11 minute musical segment. Which everyone's like, this is the this is an embar- like an embarrassment, and it's a sh- like a shame they Jesus. used airtime for this. Wow. I watched it, and I th- found it a very enjoyable. <laughs> there were some enjoyable. chorus line like kicks and like musical numbers. I love the can-can line. Rob Lowe's trying to sing, so I say bring Rob Lowe back. Apparently, wow. he's still trying to live this down. <laughs> live it down,
4: Amongst other like things. people won't let. Li- yeah, yeah among many so.
1: other things. Um, but, yeah, I'm into some, like, good musical numbers, like, that run 11 minutes Hugh Jackman? Did oh, he do Hugh that? Oh, Hugh
4: Jackman. That'd be
3: fun. Can mm-hmm. do Why
1: not? Why not?
3: So no host to Rob Lowe. So oh, two no hosts. <laughs> or, or are you settling on Rob Lowe to host? The whole no, thing? he would not
1: host. He would just be dancing in the back <laughs> He just has to shaky be there, ready to dancing do something the whole three hours. <laughs> <laughs> just always in the back.
0: And just like, and we're gonna cut back to Rob. <laughs> He's
2: still dancing.
1: How's it going, Rob?
0: <laughs> it
2: could be um, a fundraiser. Oh, okay. For, for who? It's like Thon. Thon. You know, Penn State's Thon. They dance for twenty four hours. Okay, that would be. Yeah. There you go for cancer research right um
0: mm. great cool what i think is fun is to not even have like no host but um <laughs> just like um, having someone be like the uh, the wizard and Wizard of Oz, just that giant <laughs> fucking hologram, and random people can just say whatever the fuck they want as the the host of the Oscars because there's like you know no consequences when to whatever they, weird stuff they say. When they pull back the curtain, who's sitting wait
3: behind that's them? The question: I Jeff know. Bezos. I ha-
0: oh God, I no! It's also, it's also <laughs> musical chairs. Like you can say whatever the fuck you want, but at any moment they might reveal that like you're the person that's Ooh, been doing all this the whole time.
2: What if it's just hosted by Alexa?
0: Just <laughs> Alexa what's the best movie of 2018 <laughs> I'm sorry
2: yes. we have
3: to save that one for last
0: um other ideas I've had uh, people have to fight to the death like so there's just like Thunderdome style pits for so, all the like, different no categories wants to be are you not entertained um, also uh, one of my initial thoughts was um, making the Oscars like a murder mystery party <gasps>
1: There's been a murder! Yes.
0: So as the night is going on, people keep, like, disappearing and stuff. You have to try to figure out who the murderer is?
1: Yes. Where's Viggo (laughs) Mortensen? i was trying
0: to think of stuff that would make me want to watch the Oscars, and these are the things that would entertain me. Well, that makes
1: me want to participate in the Oscars. It was a murder mystery. It's an
0: escape the room. You're just screaming at the TV, like, I
2: know who did it. I put the pieces together. The last well then if you standing, figure it out and you way. like tweet
0: it first or something you get one of these crazy Oscar gift baskets what mm. if the people
3: who yeah. were nominated had to do like Wizard of Oz live or some kind of like live musical <laughs> to like see if you really earned it yeah I'm like sad. that's, that's like the gong. That's something
0: I want to watch <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> alright so
3: we got the signal to so wrap, we, wrap it up
0: we figured it <laughs> we figured it all out um cool uh so I'm the only person that ever has anything to plug right Great, yep. a
3: novel idea. Bookstore on past young, <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but every once in a while, I do leave the house and host a movie night um, for Sunday of every month, specifically. Um, <laughs> So, I think uh, by the time this gets posted, my February one will have already happened. So, for March, um, I told uh, Garrett he could pick whatever he wants because his birthday's in March. So, we're doing The Guest. Oh, yes! um, Cool. So, I'm very excited. I love that movie a lot. So, um, that'll be a lot of fun to do. Um, and then, obviously, uh, follow us on the social medias. Uh, we are on whatever the popular ones are uh, now. The big ones. The big ones. know. No, not the, the ones <laughs> should we be on linkedin no. if you are using linkedin let us know um should we create a Zenga? Oh, yes. oh my god yeah. just for better with that <laughs> live we'll a really
4: angsty name yeah
0: get at us at Zenga. um to be named, um, and yeah, leave us reviews, and we're on iTunes and all of the things. I mean, I assume you know that if you're listening to it right now, but yeah, <laughs> review us and and shit. Tell us that you like us or tell us what we're wrong about because I'm sure there's some just stuff. tell us something. Just tell God. us anything. We don't. I really realize for the
3: past couple episodes, I've been saying Jordan Peele's Us is coming out in February. It's not. It comes out in March. So. <laughs> If we're wrong, we're let wrong. Us know.
0: We're humans. You we're know, sunk. we we make mistakes, um, and we're gluttons for punishment. So tell us what our mistakes are, um, and yeah, that that'll wrap this up. Um, and we will be back next week with the third installment of our anti-Oscars. So uh, come and listen. Bye. It's not unusual <laughs> to <time laughs> hey. <laughs> hang around with
4: anyone. Watch Mars Attacks.